In 2019, the United States Coast Guard indicated in its annual statistics report that the most likely injury to be sustained by an accident victim was lacerations, with over 593 occupants receiving one, followed closely behind by broken bones at 472. Most lacerations occur on the head or the legs. What baffles me is how we have gotten to this point in a boat with so many safety advances in all other segments of transportation. On today's episode, we will explore the topics of seatbelts and airbags and their potential use in the marine environment. This is Between the Waves, an audio series to discuss the topics important to today's water safety professional. Here's your host from the great state of Texas, Cody Jones. You may be surprised to learn that we have had seatbelts since the early 19th century, but laws didn't catch up until the early 1960s. The argument for and against seatbelts range from the insane to the political, with some arguing that seatbelt laws infringe on our basic liberties. But the basic logic for such a law is this. When people wear seatbelts, they get injured less frequently, which costs taxpayers less. Simply put, belted passengers are cheaper than their unbelted counterparts. So what about seatbelts and boats? Well, the obvious argument against them is that no one wants to be trapped in an overturned vessel. While that scenario is definitely a scary one, it is not a likely one. In fact, the likelihood of capsizing or sinking in an open motorboat in 2019 was only 2%, or 52 out of the 2,510 total accidents for that vessel type. In a 2014 research study published in Aviation, Space, and Environmental Medicine by Guerin K. McDonald and Gordon Giesbrecht of the University of Manitoba, estimated that vehicle submersions caused about 400 fatalities in North America annually, accounting for up to 10% of all drownings in the U.S. at this time. Taking this into consideration, you are actually almost eight times more likely to drown in a vehicle that enters into the water than in a vessel that capsizes, and yet we are required to wear our seat belts in our cars. So why not consider seat belts for vessels? What if we took the hydrostatic technology that auto-inflates a life jacket or releases a life raft and build it into a seat belt design that would help mitigate the traumatic injuries and fatalities we see when people strike objects in their boat during a collision, but that would quickly release in the event of a water submersion. Could it dramatically reduce injuries? I certainly think so. In addition, the advancement in airbag technology over the last decade could certainly be put to good use as well on motorboats. Most all recreational craft you see today have areas like windshields, consoles, side cleats, or other hard angular surfaces that do tremendous damage to the body in motion. I recently watched a video depicting the world's safest bicycle helmet. This technology, developed by Havding out of Sweden, is not a helmet at all, but a revolutionary idea, an airbag for cyclists or an invisible helmet of sorts. The accident detection system consists of an algorithm based on artificial intelligent technology, which results in a system that can detect an accident and would deploy an airbag in less than 0.1 seconds. 
enveloping the wearer's head and saving them from major trauma. What if this technology was employed on open motorboats? Could a passenger or operator be saved from a dramatic impact with the unforgiving components of a boat? It's highly likely. With the advances in artificial intelligence, factors such as wave impacts that may set off a more traditional airbag, like one you would see in your car using an accelerometer, can be mitigated through this advanced technology and accompanying algorithm. So why haven't we seen these advancements in boating? Do you think there's a consumer appetite for them? In my almost 20 years in law enforcement, I've seen my fair share of boating accidents, and rarely, if ever, have I seen a case that a vessel capsized so quickly that someone wouldn't have had the time to unbuckle. In fact, based on flotation standards for manufacturers nowadays, it is even more unlikely. However, I have seen a number of injuries that could have been reduced or completely avoided by some form of restraint or impact protection. Just some food for thought. Until next time, stay safe.